welcome to Widowcast Podcast, where you learn how to find the strength to get through your journey and the skills to coach other widows. This is not your average grief group. This is your journey group. It just may show you the way to make something amazing come out of the emotional pain and trauma of widowhood. I'm your host, Joanne Philomena. I'm the best-selling author of Widowed and Widow Coach, and I'm a professional certified life coach. Let the healing and your personal journey begin. Welcome back, listeners. This is episode number 142. And yes, there was a bit of a pause last week because I was very busy. We had opened the doors for the membership subscription online for Widow Coaching Center. I was welcoming new members in and um, those doors closed last Sunday night and I will be serving members. So if you want to check it out and get on the waiting list for next year when I open the doors on the subscription membership again, go check it out at widowcoachingcenter.com. It's widowcoachingcenter.com. And that's all I got to say about that today because I am ready to just head on into this podcast. Listen, are you beginning to get a little worried about the holidays? And having holidays this year without your spouse, I'm beginning to see posts popping up in um, our Facebook group, Widows Empowering Widows. Uh, People worried about what it's going to be like and how sad are they going to be. And of course, the responses to these threads are always huge, which I love. You know, there's just an outpouring of love and support for each other and widows kind of chiming in with, I don't know what I'm going to do this year. It's going to be so sad without him. There's a lot of anxiety over the upcoming holidays. And so I want to talk a little bit about that with you. Um, There were a ton of holiday suggestions. I'll share those with you too. Um, Many said head on out of town, like just change of scenery time. Um, A lot talked about going to family as opposed to hosting, which that's kind of what I did in the early years. Fortunately, my daughter had just moved into her new home with her husband and she hosted Thanksgiving and Christmas. And the first couple years, I flew all the way across the country. It was a long haul, but I would fly out there and, you know, have Christmas with them. And it was really helpful to be able to do something that was different and be out there with them. Last year, I was unable to fly out there at Christmas time. So I did Christmas just at home by myself. It was really different to do that. And it was okay to do that. Um, People talked about going on a cruise over the holidays. Um... Others talked about celebrating as if he were still there, like just honoring traditions and having, you know, all the kids and family come over. A lot of folks talked about creating new traditions, like something totally out of the box. That's a new tradition for the holidays. Um, 
another lady talked about renting a condo in January, like right after the holidays, for family to just gather and have a mini vacation and just do the whole unwind after the holidays kind of thing. Uh, you can go volunteer. Clearly for Thanksgiving, there are a lot of like soup kitchens that you can go volunteer in. Um, we had posters talking about getting family together to go to Disneyland over Christmas, spending the holiday there at Disney, making it really different and out of the box. Another widow shared that she hung his stocking and asked friends and relatives to send cards with a funny little story or a sweet memory about him that she could fill the stocking with these cards. And she said, I don't know when I'm going to want to read these cards. I don't know if we're going to read them on Christmas or I may just want to read them throughout the year whenever I want to remember him or whenever I'm feeling blue. Um, that's kind of like doing the traditional holiday but a little bit out of the box in, you know, hanging his stocking and then filling it with sweet wishes and memories and um, funny stories. Or to just skip the holiday entirely. And there were quite a few widows that just said, skip it. Just skip it. Just spend the day watching Netflix in your jammies. Just don't even do the holidays. Just very tempting, especially as I get older. I'm a little less wrapped up in that feeling the need to run around and shop and get everybody presents and get them all wrapped. And, you know, I'm kind of more than mine now. Like, I would rather just give people things throughout the year as I come across something that makes me think of them than to save it all up for the holidays and do that big, heavy crunch and feel obligated to go shopping. I hated that. I always felt obligated to go find great gifts for everybody. <laughs> it's really hard to cram that in, right? But here's the thing. You know, we had this conversation online in the group with all the suggestions of things to do during the holidays or don't do during the holidays to make it easier. But Here's the number one thing that I want you all to know. Actually, there's two number one things. Can I do that? Can I have two number one things? Because the first number one thing is just know that the anxiety and anticipation of the holidays without your spouse is really more painful than the actual day. And this is what something that you're doing to yourself with all this anticipation of, oh, is it going to be sad? Is it going to be heartbreaking? He's not here. You're making yourself miserable for weeks ahead of time. Not just on the holiday, not just, oh, Thanksgiving is going to be sad without his place at the table. Weeks ahead of time, you're making yourself very upset and anxious and miserable about this because of the anticipation. So find other things to focus your mind on outside of that so that you are not building up all of this sad anticipation ahead of time before the day even takes place. Which leads me to the second number one thing to know. And that is, if you could do all the suggested actions, you would, but you can't. 
And here's why. It's because of the story you're telling yourself ahead of time about the holidays. Nothing is going to work if you are mentally rehearsing how miserable it's going to be, right? You know that I'm all about mindset because I know what a difference it makes. I know that what we're thinking creates the exact experience we're having. And if what you're thinking is how sad and heavy and horrible and miserable the holidays will be, that's exactly what you are creating for yourself. So let's begin to work around thoughts and thinking around the holidays to shift it to feeling a little differently about it. I know it's still not going to be Yahoo. It's not going to be the Christmas that you had as a kid, right? With all that happy anticipation or maybe all the tradition so steeped into Hanukkah and the Jewish holidays or Muslim holidays. Whatever holidays you celebrate, know that Anticipating it in a sad way is setting you up for more sadness. You need to find different thoughts to think about the coming up holidays. It, it entails a little planning ahead too. Like if you do feel like you would like to just skip it entirely, then plan on that ahead of time. Don't just say, I'm going to skip it, I'm going to skip it, I'm going to skip it, and then Thanksgiving shows up and you're really sad that you decided to skip it. Decide how you're going to skip it. Are you going to go to the movies? Are you going to cook a little piece of turkey for yourself or go somewhere for turkey or eat something totally different so you don't even think about the traditional Thanksgiving foods? Plan that day out kind of in detail ahead of time on whether you're going to do everything the same, everything different, even if you are telling yourself, I'm just going to skip it. You get to skip it, but plan ahead for how you are going to skip that holiday, how you're going to make it be just an, another day for yourself. Plan some housekeeping. Plan to organize your closet. You want to know ahead of time how you're going to skip that day. And stop anticipating misery, right? Like you might think it's going to be a little melancholy. And, you know, I get that. Yeah, having Christmas alone last year was a little melancholy for me. The first few years after Jim passed away, well, I had the perfect excuse to not decorate because I was going to be flying to California. There's no way I was leaving a tree up in my house, especially a live tree. Like, let's leave a fire hazard in the house and go away for a week. <laughs> Probably not a good idea, right? Truth was, I don't think I really had the heart to decorate. I know one year I did put up a little bit of a tree. Maybe it was the first year because I can remember getting out the Christmas ornaments and that was a little bittersweet going through the ornament box because there were so many treasured ornaments that were just kind of for he and I. Um, but I did it. And you have to choose ahead of time if you are going to decorate a little, even if you're going to be there, if you're going to totally be away, do you want to do decorations? Do you not want to go through that stuff? 
think about it ahead of time, but don't think about it with high anxiety and worry. Think about it as something that you just want to plan ahead of time for yourself. It's just like planning ahead of time for your birthday, right? Do you want to get together with friends? Do you want to make a big deal out of it? Do you want no one to know it's your birthday? I personally don't do well with birthday parties. <laughs> That's just never been a good thing for me. I just got to have a birthday phobia. It's like, I just don't even want to have any celebration of my birthday, but I still want birthday cards. <laughs> you know, it's like, send me birthday cards, send me birthday presents. I would love that. Don't surprise me with a birthday party because I'm probably going to freak out. Right. So, um, and isn't that funny that I can have a holiday phobia that has nothing to do with Jim's death right? It's my birthday. Had a little bit to do with Jim's death the first year after he died because my birthday came up within like less than three weeks after he passed away. And I was still getting sympathy cards. I did a whole podcast about that. Go back and <laughs> go back and find it and listen. Pathetic. Actually, I think I podcasted about it a year later to talk about it because the year afterwards, I told everybody ahead of time, I want birthday cards. I told them what happened that first birthday after he died when I was still receiving sympathy cards, which I treasured. I treasured the sympathy cards, especially the ones that came with a little memory or a funny little story included about, you know, their experience with my husband. But as it got closer and closer to my birthday, I really wanted birthday cards and no one was sending birthday cards. I'm sure they felt it was really weird right after Jim died to send, you know, happy, happy, funny little birthday cards. So I didn't get any birthday cards. <laughs> and so a year later, I posted, I like put my family on notice, like, listen, I want birthday cards. And I was under an avalanche of birthday cards. It was the best birthday ever. I spent it entirely alone, but I have to tell you, there was such an outpouring from fellow coaches of mine, from clients of mine, friends of mine. I was getting tons of birthday cards in the mail every day leading up to my birthday. My mantle was crammed full. I couldn't even get them all up there. It was the most amazing thing. And it made me cry. I think I even cried on the podcast where I talked about it. But listen, there's a clue of how to handle the holidays. What's going to be particularly hard for you? You know, is it Christmas? Is it your Hanukkah? You need to maybe reach out and put family and friends on notice and say, look, I'm struggling with the anticipation of this. So if ever there were a year that you were going to send me a special Christmas card, Hanukkah card, Thanksgiving card, whatever it is you're needing, tell them, send it. You know, I need this. Send me cards. Send me well wishes. Send me memories. I don't want to be pathetic this holiday. And you can help me not be pathetic. Asking others to kind of bail you out a little bit emotionally it's a big lesson to learn. It was very hard for me to just like put it out there on Facebook and say, I, listen, this year I want birthday cards. I'd never done anything like that before, but the results were amazing. So one, 
Know that running your mind in circles about what's coming up is just creating extra anxiety for you about the holidays. Number two, think about what you might like to do. Do you want to do what's traditional? Do you want to do something else instead? Do you still have kids at home? Do you maybe have an elderly parent that you want to include? Check in with them. How are they feeling about it? How are they feeling about the holiday without their dad? Do they want it to be the same as it's always been? Do they know if that's going to be hard for you or if that's what you would want to do too? You all can plan. Plan how you want to do it. And if you're entirely alone, like I am, if I don't go to California, that's where all my family is, I'm pretty much entirely alone, but I plan ahead of time, right? I always like cook myself a little bit, a little bit of traditional food because I feel like, oh my gosh, if I didn't eat turkey on Thanksgiving, I would feel so sorry for myself. It's really pathetic. I would. So any Thanksgiving that I was by myself, I would like get a turkey thigh or just a turkey breast, like a small piece of turkey to roast up. I'd make a little stuffing, make a little potatoes and gravy, some green beans, and maybe make some pumpkin pie, which always makes me sick. I love pumpkin pie. It's my favorite pie. I grew up like yearning for the holidays to have pumpkin pie each year because it was my favorite. As I've gotten older, for some reason, pumpkin pie doesn't sit well in my stomach. I still eat it. Isn't that insane? Because it just has such an emotional attachment for me for the month of November, for Thanksgiving, and for Christmas. My mom always made pumpkin pie. So I would make a pumpkin pie and have a little of that. At, at Christmas time, for me, it's not Christmas without, so, you know, nice baked ham. And I would get even, like, uh, the year that I was, last year when I was here by myself for Christmas, I got those, what are they called, like ham steaks? They're like those really thick slices of ham. And I was able to do that in the oven with a little glaze and a piece of pineapple, and it was delicious. So I had a little bit of ham that tasted like my mom's ham you know, planned a little Christmas meal for one. It was delightful and did the th- exactly the things I wanted to do. I think I've talked about this before. Um, who knew that on Thanksgiving Day, the movies are crowded? I didn't know that there were so many families that there was like a tradition. Mom's putting the turkey in the oven. Let's take the kids and get out of her hair and go to the movies. And by the time the movie's done, we can go home and help her get the table set up. (laughs) Jim and I, even before he passed away, had started that as a tradition. We began going to the movies. You know, I'd get the turkey all ready, and we would just head on out to the movies. It was great. All kinds of new movies um, premiering on Thanksgiving Day holiday movies premiering on Thanksgiving Day. And the cool thing about going to the movies alone is that nobody else cares. You feel like people are looking at you. They're not. They really don't care that you are in the movies alone. And once you're in there sitting down with your popcorn and the lights go out, who knows? So yeah, it's something that I just kind of love doing. And I've done that on holidays too. But it's because I planned it ahead of time. It's because I went through all those thoughts 
recognized the anxiety that can build with the anticipation. So it's like, let's not do that. Let's not let my brain like ruminate in fear of the upcoming holidays. Let's not freak out about the upcoming holidays because that's going to make us miserable the entire month of November, the entire month of December, and probably even carry over into January. Why do that to ourselves? So give it some thought about how you want to address the holidays so you're not ruminating about it and making yourselves miserable about it. That's just awful. In the meantime, I've got some podcasts coming your way. We're even, as we approach the end of the year, going to talk about how to reflect on the year and then how to charge into 2020 like it's our year to live. We are going to love 2020. Okay? Deal? It's a deal. So listen, here's what I would like you to do this week. I would love to see some more reviews come in on this podcast. I haven't asked for reviews in a long time. And it's like, I need to remind you guys, like go into iTunes, click on reviews, click on leave a review. You can just leave a sentence or two. Give me some stars. Five stars are always nice. (laughs) And just leave some reviews and comments on my podcast. i think it helps the algorithm in iTunes to show the podcast out there to other people when they're searching. If you're listening on Google Music Play, I know there's probably a way to leave a review in Google Music Play. I've never done it. You're going to have to go look for that. But I would love some new reviews on the podcast. So go check that out in iTunes. They don't make it easy. You have to click around to find it. You can't just go to an episode on your iPhone. You have to go to the, uh, click on the entire podcast, go to all the episodes. And I think that's where you can go down and find reviews. So I would love to see some reviews on my podcast. You can even jump in the reviews and just share with me, how do you plan on spending your holidays? Right? What ideas? How, what did you do last year if you were still wid- if you were widowed more than a year? What did you do on your first holiday? Or if it was your second set of holidays without your spouse, what did you do? Just jump, go into reviews, briefly tell me, what are you doing for your holidays? That way you can all read each other's reviews, maybe get some ideas too, okay? Have a fantastic week. Get out there and find some joy in this awesome time of year as we head towards the holidays, fully into autumn. And I'll talk to you again next week. Bye, guys. Bye.